Welcome to the Meaningful Minutes podcast with Nikki Olson. This week is going to be a little bit different than most because I'm running a free five-day challenge to consistent scripture study. And if you're not yet registered, it's not too late to join us. Even if you're listening to this after the challenge, it will be up until September 30th. So go to the link in my show notes and get registered. This challenge is all about how to create consistent scripture study routine that doesn't bring guilt. Yes, that's right. You can actually learn how to have consistent scripture study no matter your circumstances. This is something that I want all women to receive, so that's why I'm bringing it to the podcast every single day for easy access to listen and participate. If you would like the workbook that goes along with the challenge, if you would like to join the community and receive extra help and support, or if you'd like to win the prizes that go with the challenge, then you'll need to register by clicking the link in my show notes. All right, let's dive into today's training. Welcome to day four of the Consistent Scripture Study Challenge. How are things going for you? Are you gaining small and simple insights that are helping you to see a path to consistent scripture study? I want to commend you for being here today. I know there are a ton of other places you could be and things you could be doing, so I don't take it lightly that you're here and devoting your time to this. I want you to remember that the Lord loves effort, and being here to learn and progress will be rewarded. All right. We've talked a lot this week about the path to consistent scripture study, specifically using the map as an analogy. We are going to stick with that same analogy today, but today we're going to talk about the roadblocks that could get in your way on your path. Today is about puncturing the myths about scripture study so you can have purpose-driven study. There are certain concepts that I have noticed women I work with believe about scripture study. These thoughts create roadblocks to consistency and often push you into that all or nothing thinking. My goal for you today is to move from checking scripture study off your list as your goal and move to learning to receive revelation and power from your scriptures. Essentially moving from doing the right things for the wrong reasons, like a checklist. When you look at scripture study as having a right way and a wrong way, you start thinking you're the problem. You feel defeated and you want to give up and stop taking small and simple steps forward. I often hear women I work with say, I can't focus. My mind drifts to all the things that need to be done. Or I look around and see a mess. The kids are too loud. I have worries in my heart and in my mind. I'm just too tired and not coherent. Can you relate with any of that? I know I do. I have found myself in all of those scenarios and it can be really frustrating. So let's dive into some of those and learn some small and simple practices to help. Okay, the first myth I want to dive into is the myth that I need to know all the scripture studies Or, I don't understand the scriptures, so I can't get anything out of them. I totally used to tell myself that all the time. I felt like everyone else learned all the scripture stories in primary, and since I joined the church as an adult, I missed out and would never learn them. 
Then when I thought about reading and learning about them, I got discouraged because I don't even understand what they're talking about in the scriptures. How am I going to learn the stories? Well, let me tell you, I still don't know most of the scripture stories. Are scripture stories important? Yeah. Is knowing what is being said important? Yeah. But you know what is more important than knowing those stories and understand the language? Is unlocking the key to inspiration while studying. Richard G. Scott said, pondering a passage of scripture can be a key to unlock revelation and the guidance and inspiration of the Holy Ghost. Okay, that quote is pretty powerful. He is first telling us to ponder a passage of scripture. Not a hundred, not a whole story, not knowing exactly what it said right away, but to ponder. Do you know what it means to ponder? It means to review, study, or contemplate, and just think about. What he's telling us is that pondering the scriptures as you read allows the spirit to prompt you and unlock revelation, guidance, and inspiration. President Thomas S. Monson said in his October 2013 conference, as we read and ponder the scriptures, we will experience sweet whisperings of the spirit to our souls. We can find answers to our questions. So pondering the scriptures can bring the spirit, right? But what does pondering look like? Well, it can look different every day, but Here are a few ways I ponder the scriptures. The first way I ponder is to write down all the thoughts that come to my mind when I'm studying. I don't judge them, question them, or try to analyze them. I allow the spirit to prompt me and I write things down. President Nelson has emphasized over and over again, if you wanna grow in the principle of revelation, you need to be writing down your revelations. Now, I don't only do this when I'm doing a formal study. I do this all day long as promptings come to my mind. So in order to do that, you will want to have a place to write your revelations down. I have actually developed a whole journal for seeking personal revelation that you can use when you're doing scripture study. And it also teaches you to have more meaningful prayer and understand God's will for you. You actually get this outline when you sign up for my Removing removing Roadblocks Revelation group coaching program as a bonus. But this outline is not magical. You can simply use a notebook too. During the day, I use my notes app on my phone. The other thing about pondering is you have to allow for stillness to ponder. Waiting in between scriptures or allowing your mind to wander as you study and see where it takes you. Often women will beat themselves up for their mind wandering and saying, I can't focus. Actually allowing your mind to do that and noticing it without judgment allows the spirit to work with you. But that's a skill for another day. Again, one I go into great detail with in my group coaching program. To put it simply, you don't need to understand every scripture study or even the language to get something out of your study. Just simply writing down thoughts as you study can amplify your results. Now, on your action commitment worksheet for the day, I want you to write down one small and simple way 
you could implement pondering or recording your revelations into your day. Also, if you are having a bunch of thoughts come up about how or why this won't work for you, remember to note those in the mental roadblock section so we can work with those tomorrow. Okay, on to myth number two. I have to devote a lot of time to get something out of the scriptures. Now, I hear this a lot from women I work with. They don't have time to devote to scripture study or they aren't a morning person, so they can't seem to fit it in. And I totally get that. I'm not going to tell you to carve out more time or become a morning person. Hopefully, if you've learned anything so far, it is to be flexible with your scripture study and recognize small efforts make a huge difference over time. In fact, if you remember my story I told you at the beginning of the challenge, that I don't feel like, I didn't feel like I was getting anything out of scriptures, no matter when I read or for how long of a period of time, until I learned that scriptures are for me to hear answers from God. But why was God giving me an answer if I wasn't asking any questions? Good question, right? What I realized is that I needed a purpose for my time with God in the scriptures. I needed to start seeking answers, which led me to writing down questions before I study. Now I talk to God every day and ask him anything I want to know. And through my other skill I talked about, writing down my promptings while I study, I get answers. Now, what questions do you have for God? If God were right in front of you right now, what would you want to know about your life? Not just doctrine, but like anything. I want you to write some ideas down on your action commitment worksheet. This would be a great time to go back and look at day two's action commitment worksheet and see what areas of your life you need power in. Then form some questions for God about those areas. What can God teach you, help you with, direct you to in regards of those areas of your life? In Matthew 7, 7, it says, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. There you go. Here is your way of seeking. This is another concept I've included in my Revelation journal where you can write down a question every single day before you study. Even if I don't have time to sit down and study, I write a question so that I can seek it during the day. Dallin H. Oaks said, we often hear it said that the scriptures have the answers to all of our questions. Why is that so? It is not that the scriptures contain a specific answer to every question, even to every doctrinal question. We have continuing revelation in our church because the scriptures do not have a specific answer to every possible question. We say that the scriptures contain the answers to every question because the scriptures can lead us to every answer. Okay, now myth number three. I have to create the perfect study plan before I do anything, or if I get off track from that plan, I need to create a whole new plan. False. The plan for scripture study is to seek power you need and make a connection daily with the Godhead. 
Remember that scripture study is not a checklist item. It's about a connection and specifically a connection for receiving power. Bonnie H. Corden said, scriptures enlighten our minds, nourish our spirits, answer our questions, increase our trust in the Lord and help us center our lives on him. One way that I make sure to get that connection and power out of my study is to include prayer about my study before I study. Now, you might be already praying before you study, and now I want to encourage you to pray about your study. So we just wrote down a bunch of questions you have for God, right? Well, remember in Matthew 7, 7, it says, we must ask. So we want to include those questions in your prayers before you study so that God can open the answers to you, right? There are so many blessings that are dependent upon us asking. Okay, so we busted some myths here today, right? Hopefully that has removed some of the roadblocks on your journey to consistent scripture study. Now, I want you to go over to the Facebook accountability post for today and post one small and simple way you plan to incorporate one of these concepts we talked about. Okay, we only have one day left and tomorrow we're making our plans for moving forward. See you tomorrow. 